Welcome back to the third episode of the Bite Thy Thumb podcast. We're about to start our fantasy draft here. I actually traded for the first pick in the draft. Uh, and I'm going to take Derek Henry with the first pick. All right, ready for me to begin? Yep. The draft has started. Oh, my goodness. Find those enemy rogue props. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, so my uh, my thought process on this was I was going to go Kamara. I, I always try to go running back in the first round. Um, okay. Wait, why, why is it on me? I have two minutes to make a pick? Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on, man. You said do uh, running back, right? You should probably pick a running back here, yeah. That's what I always try to go for. Okay. Um, how do I How do I do this? Do I just press the plus? Yeah. Mm. Who do you take? Oh, Dalvin. Don't say it like that. I don't even know what that means. No, Dalvin Cook's a good, uh, good running back. Oh, these does, these notifications gonna kill me. Let me turn this off. Does, um, yeah, I know. It, that's the only part about the draft that's annoying is that the they replicate on the phone. Um, Ethan, just so you know, I believe it is your pick. Perfect. Why is Kendra like? Is she really good at this? Kendra did like three mock drafts yesterday, just like on her own. Is this her first time too? No, she did it one year with her work. Um, and I helped her with it. And by that, I mean I continuously made the wrong decisions for her that she would have made the better decisions. So this year, she's going it's not, to. It's not letting me pick. Has the do you, do you have to continue the round? I think it's Jarrett who's up. No, it should be me. Oh no, it is you. Make the pressure plus button. I am. It's not letting you. Ethan, cue whoever, cue whoever you would like to pick next just so they will. Um, yeah, that, that'll be the auto cue. But right. you should be able to draft somebody. I'm not getting any blue arrows. Um, let's see if it works on my phone. So we're into the second round here. So I got the, these brownies. Uh, first four was Derek Henry, McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, then Saquon. It's fair. Um, I got these brownies from like this local bakery. Here, Ethan, I just paused the draft for you okay. because you're fucking useless. Kendra was like, I figured out how to steal his pick. I'm hacking into the mainframe. All right. All right. Well, you, can, can uh, you, you can start it up again. I'm going to go and I'm going to get myself there a while. Once you yeah. unpaused it, it let me. <laughs> okay. All right. And then you said it to do a wide receiver next, Jared. Um, I mean, wide receiver is not a bad pick. You could do another running back. Um, I just picked Hill. Yeah. Oh, like, I, I, I kind of. How do you do it? Tyreek in any any leagues. How do you have it set so you have them by rating or by like pick? It's already set by rating. It should be set by um. Oh, rank. Can, okay, you, I see. You, I see. Can, you can click over ADP though, because sometimes the rank is different than the ADP is like how all users have been drafting them. 
I'm so fascinated to see what Kendra does here. Oh, God damn it. Mahomes. I knew he wasn't Fuck. really going to fall to yeah. me. But... I yeah, was I thinking just... of taking him with the fourth, the fifth pick, but I just, I don't know. The QBs kind of come and go. I feel like, like I know Mahomes is a guaranteed 25. Is this me or is it Jared? No, it's me. Wait, so how how did she get Mahomes? Is that was that like an option? She just did it sooner. Yeah, I mean it's not super early because it's dynasty, but yeah, she 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 went down a little bit. That's the other thing you can scroll down a little bit and get somebody early. You never know. Some guys who are ranked high, they'll stay for a little bit. Jared said, "Nice," because he knows he knows I know. Damn, dude, Kendra keeps getting good picks. I she keeps picking the person that I was about to pick or the person I was gonna pick next. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, Ethan, that's a great pick. I I Thank wanted you. Chubb. I oh, I just I just traded Nick Chubb, and I don't know if I regret it or not, but I I, I miss him. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I feel like we should be like explaining this more because they're not going to yeah. see this right. <laughs> so, for the, so for the second round, it went Tyree Kill with my pick, then Devontae Adams, Patrick Mahomes, and Jonathan Taylor. And then for the third round, it went A.J. Brown, Alvin Kamara, Lamar Jackson, and Nick Chubb. It went to the fifth round. Jarrett just took DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I, yeah. I just am realizing that we're doing a terrible job. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> this is our first attempt at a, I'm at going. a high fantasy draft. I'm going to go with number 17, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliot. Okay. Mm. That's a nice pick. Actually, no. So Kendra's up here. Uh, what? Oh, he's not number 17. Why does it say, oh, that's ranking? Yeah. I'm going to say mine. Uh, first one, Dalvin Cook. Second one, Devontae Adams. Third one, Lamar Jackson. And then Ezekiel Elliott. That's a pretty good team so far. Jared, am I up? Or did you take this pick? Oh, it's me actually. I I thought, I, so, yeah. I, thought it, I thought it was um, yeah. So Jarrett Jarrett and I traded uh, the first pick in the draft for the fourth, and then the fourth pick in the fourth for the first pick in the sixth. You you can already trade, or how do you how how is that? this man was just not paying attention. Yeah, so you can you can trade um like your your picks in this draft if you want. So I didn't really want to pick first, so I traded up to Ethan so he could get a higher pick. And in exchange, Ethan gave me his fourth round pick, and I gave him a sixth round. So, oh, so you can't trade players; you can only change positions of. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garrett, you're up. Thank you. So we're in a dude. Uh... There's so many good running backs. I hate to pass on them. Yep. But... So the, the the fifth round, uh, the the fourth round went DeAndre Swift, Ezekiel Elliott, Justin Jefferson, and DK Metcalf. And at the end, we're gonna read it. We'll read everyone's rosters to kind of get a, an estimate of what everyone's doing. What does questionable mean? Like they're injured, they're injured or they yeah, but not that's sure not really starting. relevant for right now because they're not going to play for like a while. So yeah, if they're injured now, it's it, there's a, there's a few. Oh damn, Kendra, dude, Kendra's gonna win. I can already tell. Um, I kind of wanted to get Kendra in on the podcast tonight, but <laughs> I, I could I couldn't spend enough money fast enough to get her a whole new setup. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ethan. Yep. So Kendra, uh, since Kendra can't talk, I'll say fair. Kendra has had the sneakiest draft of anybody. Mm-hmm. She got McCaffrey with the second pick, which is a steal. Then Mahomes, then Kamara, Justin Jefferson, who might be the best young receiver in the NFL, and then Kelsey. 
I don't know if you heard of that guy. He's a decent tight end. <laughs> Kelsey's had like five straight seasons of being more productive than like any wide receiver. Oh, my. At a, yeah. And the tight end position is one of those where there's not like a ton of good players. Kelsey is one of those. Yeah, see, this is what I was afraid of. The tight end like, that I wasn't prepared for. I feel like this is starting to make a little more sense. Mm-hmm. It's good. I mean, I don't really know the players personally, so that's the only thing. But <laughs> well, we that's th- that is true. Also, though, like low key, that's not that much of a disadvantage because, like, people who know about fantasy football just screw it up routinely, mm-hmm. and a lot of times, like, oh, see, this is exactly what I was afraid of. Why, why did this have to happen? Defense, huh? Who's that person? There's not even a picture with him. That was Kendra. That's that's a, that's the defensive team. Huh? Okay, now I'm confused you, again. You pick one team defense also to go with your. Uh... Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Can you guys stop sending me notifications? All right, so the fifth, the, the, the fifth round, when Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey, Russell Wilson, and DeAndre Hopkins, in the sixth round, George Kittle, Darren Waller, the Washington Football Team defense, and Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I went with Jarrett, the second. Jarrett's up with the first pick in the seventh round. This is so quick. Is this how fast it is in real life? Like when well, there's only draft? four people in this. No, league. they literally they drag out the real NFL rookie draft yeah. like so ridiculously long. It's actually painful. And like any league with more than like five or six people. So uh, like I was in a ten person league, just not like this, not a franchise one. But uh, like the draft takes like an hour because everyone gets two minutes, and there's always one asshole who is auto drafting because he forgot. I know. Um, I hate that. It's so annoying. But, dude, the people, a lot of times, the people who auto-draft, everyone's like, damn, that guy's team sucks. And then the end of the year, it's like, mm-hmm. wow, auto-draft team won the championship. How yep. about that? <laughs> that guy came in, like, fourth this year, I think. I was so upset. Dude, I can't believe I got Deontay Harris. For oh, actually, can I, can I undo or that's not a thing? Incorrect. No, oh, you can't sorry, do man. that. <laughs> nice try, pal. The Titans defense. That's okay. It's all right. There'll also be free agents and stuff. So, like, if you if you want to drop that team later, you can. Nah, I'm gonna stick with what I believe in. Again, I guess. Oh yeah, I drafted the um, I drafted Russell Wilson as a backup. I guess that's what that means, right? No, you have um, you start two quarterbacks, so you can draft two. If so, if you see um, if you see um, where like where the drafted players are, it says like QB one out of two, or you should you should say two out of two. Do you see that? Sorry, no, I, I was. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt real quick. So the seventh round just went Kyler Murray, Chris Godwin, the Titans defense, oh boy, and Josh Allen. And we are now well into the, the eighth round. Okay, let me see. What is how important is flex? Flex can be any position. So flex, I, you don't have to like draft a flex. That can be any wide receiver, any running back, like probably your best player who's not going to start. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, but you can... still like want a good 10, 10, 12 points. That's a good pick by both of you, Ridley and Dobbins. Yeah, I know. Kendra's Kendra's drafting very well. Yo, Kendra's drafting so well, dude. It's actually <laughs> kind of making me heated because I'm kind of worried that my team's <laughs> not gonna be as good. Dude, there's so many running. Oh, I know all these players on our team. That's a bad sign. I need to turn these damn notifications off. Wow. Yeah, I kept I tried to asking you guys to stop sending them. No, we're not sending them. It's the you have to turn them off on your phone. <laughs> Shut uh, up, James. <laughs> jerk. You can mute the chat notifications so we never hear from you again. <laughs> Please. I'm not gonna draft people that don't have pictures. 
I just did. Those are rookies. Yeah, exactly. So I did CD Lamb. Yeah, he's good. He's like one year older than a rookie. I know. (laughs) I got my boy. I got like some. I got some good rookies. I got. I got Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts. I got the rooks. Can we um? Can we trade? Yeah, we can trade. We can trade these players after we draft them. That's actually like one of the best parts of fantasy football. I think I might have just got a little steal with Matt Stafford. I'm surprised he fell this far. Yeah, dude, you know what's tough? I I traded Stafford earlier this year mm-hmm. before I knew he was going to be on the Rams. And it wasn't a terrible trade, but yeah, I probably would have gotten more value from him if I knew he was going to be on a different team. Mm-hmm. Wait, so what, what determines what round that they're in? You know, like, first of all, how good they are, obviously. Like, what position they play, if they play, like, an important position or not how old they are. Like if they're super young and good, then they're more valuable than someone who's old and good. Ethan, you know, it's your turn, right? Yeah. I know. So, so how did um, Patrick Mahomes, for instance, come up in the second round, but not the first? Um, well, because running backs are typically the most valuable in the first round mm-hmm. because they're a very important position. And there's also like not a lot of really great ones. Whereas quarterback, you can, there, there's like a D de- there's a decent amount of good ones. So you can get one a little bit later. It's so weird it, how it works. So it's not like necessarily super reflective off real football. Where? No, no, it's it's okay. definitely you never draft like football. But Saquon aside, you try never like they most teams will never draft a running Damn back it, in the James. first round. Yeah, and and you I said knew. you weren't drafting anybody with freaking no pictures, man. Najee's <laughs> mine. All right, so in the eighth round, we had Mark Andrews, <laughs> Calvin Ridley, J.K. Dobbins, and Kyle Pitts. In the ninth round, we had Jamar Chase, Michael Thomas, Ceedee Lamb, and Matt Stafford. Uh, into the tenth round here. I started with Adam Thielen, and then James went Najee Harris, Kendra with Deshaun yeah. Watson, and Jarrett's okay. up here. Kendra, I was literally about to pick Deshaun. <laughs> Wait, who do you have on your team so far that you wanted, Jarrett? Who do I have on my team that like I wanted that I didn't get? No, that you did get, because you keep saying you make it seem like you don't have anybody that you. No, been I mean, I I just I wanted to draft Najee. I wanted to draft Mark Andrews, who Ethan stole from me. Um, so it's going to be inevitable. I wanted the Titans defense, which I got totally screwed on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, son. Hey, it's really... okay if you want to draft a, a defense. In the- oh, you guys didn't do uh, any defense yet. Because you're not supposed to draft them until the end. <laughs> you can, you can wait. It, 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 it doesn't, you know, it, there's, we have so many good picks. Stop being them. nice to him. You know Hall, you're not supposed to draft I, I, them. I, you're a big dummy. I, I did that because Halsey did it. <laughs> That's right. Halsey is a trendsetter. She also took a I'm better sure defense. <laughs> that's, that's true. They don't even have a fucking logo right now. Uh, we've already been over this. They are the Damn, dude. They're just going to make that W a little, you know, 90 degrees. A little more offensive somehow. <laughs> that's that's their style. They just got to put it over and then, then it could oh, be. Then, uh, so finishing off the, the, the 10th round, Jarrett took Justin Herbert. And started the 11th round with Antonio Gibson, Kendra with J- uh, Josh Jacobs. We're up with James. He's got two minutes left. Slump God. I picked Keenan Keenan Allen. Allen. Now I'm up. Ooh, he's got a nice beard. Ethan's going to try to draft a player who scores points in football yep. games. Definitely one of his main strategies going into this. Uh, I'm seeing Randy Moss isn't available, and that's concerning. Yo, you know what's actually funny in this? In Sleeper, they have like mad old people who still show up as like free agents. Like Oh, um, really? LaDainian Tomlinson is still a free 
it's like age 38. It's like last update was like seven years ago. Well, like, Tomlinson retires. Free agent, but it's just because he's not playing anymore. It's, it's actually kind of sick. Um, like you can still add Andrew Luck if you want to stash him on your bench just in case he ever uh, retires. Can you so imagine? He's not going to. But that's kind of smart. Steal of a century. So you Mac, just Mac with Kevin. Allen Robinson. Who's definitely going to be playing for a new, maybe playing for a new football team? And that's fine with me. And that probably be better for you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Can you go back to college after doing like professional? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> no, I think you, there's like eligibility rules. Like once you declare for the draft, you're basically like, yeah, I'm never coming back to college. So that's why, like, if you declare for the draft and don't get drafted, you can't go back. But um, I think they may have changed yeah. that rule. Aaron Jones is a nice late pick. I'm drafting right now. So I was surprised he's questionable, but it was like, oh, chest hurt like like three months ago. I was like, oh, okay, I'll take that then. He also uh, might have a new team. Yeah, likely. But that's like, I, I'd rather take the Green Bay. My um, as, as sure as I am. Oh, sorry, James, were you going to say something? My internet crashed for a second. I was uh, actually uh, nervous. Jerry, you want to pause it? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, I'll as, just like, draft another defense for you, James. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's like a hundred percent chance that Aaron Rodgers is quarterbacking the Packers again next year, but like, like concern for me with Devontae Adams was like, oh maybe he like Rodgers won't be throwing to him. Whereas like a running back, it's not that big of a deal because like if it's if the QB isn't playing well, at least the running game can still be decent. These people got no pictures. Oh my God, this guy and his his pictures. He just wants to see if they're handsome or not. That's James' only criteria. <laughs> Look, man, I don't care if you can play the pigskin. I, I just have this theory that if you're the best-looking team, it's going to set the first impression that you're not going to hey, lose. look good, play good, as they say. I went with yeah. Evan Engram. I actually know him, right? Like, he's kind of known. Yeah, he's a good tight end. Yeah. Thank you. Had a tough season last year, but he's young. Yeah. They didn't, yeah. He didn't have really anyone throwing to him. I mean, he had Phillip Rivers throwing to him. No, no, he's, he's the Giants. I'm, uh, sorry. So he had, what's his name? Oh, Trevor Lawrence, huh? I snatched up my boy. That's a nice pick. He's questionable, so be careful. <laughs> uh, Ethan went with Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah, so uh, for the 12th round, I started with Aaron Jones, and then James with Evan Engram, Kendra with Devontae Smith, and Jarrett uh, with the sleeper, Trevor Lawrence. I uh, heard that guy might be decent. So that way, so that's not guaranteed, or was that a joke? No, he's a rookie. Yeah. But he's he's going to be oh, the number one draft. pick. So He'll be the first pick in the draft. He's oh, he's good. a quarter. He's a quarterback. Yeah, he has no picture though. He's a rookie. Hold up. Oh, I've seen him before. I like IG. Okay, there we go. TJ Hawkinson. That was a good pick by Kendra. Oh, I'm up. But I was like, what? Yeah. Team's like, wow, man, home. this guy's taking forever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can draft another quarterback if I wanted to. I thought he could only yeah. do two. No, that that's how many starters you have. But you're 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 gonna have more oh. because there's there's eight bench positions. So should I do flex or should I save that towards later? You, you don't have to worry about flex. Flex is no. any running back, wide receiver. It, it doesn't matter. Oh, I was I thought that was done after this. I was about to so relax. Clear, clearly, he didn't read a single thing you sent him. <laughs> Come what? on, James. Joe Mixon. Uh, 
James isn't a reader. I try not to. I'm convinced he can't. <laughs> just in case our listeners were wondering. I just read all these names. Look. I said him. <laughs> he he's a short form reader. He's got long uh, long word blindness. Even he even just looks at the pictures in the fantasy draft. Yeah, yeah. James I'm like, not hey, trying. To... James was the James turned like six and they started putting words in books and he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> they started to get longer than like five words and I said, never mind. Man, you're harsh on the vibe. I'm not trying to like separate our fans here, but. Uh, the other day, Jared told me that I'm a I'm fucking lazy. You are. Our fans are gonna agree because. Bow, bow, bow. And then us. Ethan and Ethan second that, and I was like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> I have no sympathy for you. <laughs> um, Rob Gungalzi. Nice. And after this, I will read the picks here. Ooh. I'll have to go. I think at the end it'll tell you, um, like who's projected to be best, like based mm-hmm. on your team's projections. So that'll be, be interesting if we can look it's at gonna that. It's going to be Kendra. But in the, uh, in the 13th round, we start, uh, Jarrett started with Cam Akers. Uh, Kendra picked TJ Hawkinson. James with Joe Mixon. And then I finished it up with, uh, with Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, Joe Mixon's Drunk. a real bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I started the 14th round with Chase Damn Claypool. Kendra. James took Aaron Rodgers. Kendra with Miles Sanders and Jarrett's up with the fourth pick. Wait, so is there is there like a cap of so you can just you can make a whole team of running backs hypothetically? Or do they give you a limit of how many of each? Yeah, I mean, like you could do that if you wanted to, but it'd be kind of dumb because you have you have to start some wide receivers and quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. okay, I mean, yeah, I just wasn't sure because it doesn't look like I got three quarter. How many quarterbacks do you usually draft? Probably do three or four. Yeah, we have a big, we have a, a small league, so you can get more. We have a, a larger bench total. Oh, that's why you were saying that the ten person leagues get harder to get good plays. Yeah, our league this year was a like, and especially it was it was especially hard this year with the uh, COVID restrictions. So like, games were getting postponed. Like there were so few talent spread around because it's a ten person league, and then like COVID restrictions and opt outs just made everything absolutely awful. I think like the top team in our league only had like ten wins. Like usually, like there's like a person who only loses once or twice. Um, and this guy, like everyone had had lost a bunch just because of like all the all the opt outs and people getting hurt and sick, and then the games getting pushed back. Which like when in in fantasy, like when a game gets put like gets postponed beyond like that week, it no longer counts for that week. So you like either have to switch someone else in, or you just lose that player, uh, lose that point total, which sucks. What what is that? What does that little purple thing mean next to the names or next to the position? That's like uh, to cue people. You, so no, he's talking about the little like star thing, the little purple star with an R on it. Yeah. What you talking about? Oh, rookie. Rookie. Oh, Justin Fields. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Okay. I, I zoomed in. I zoomed in, and I saw. I thought that was like a weird symbol. Little purple flower. We like purple flowers. Purple rain. Purple, purple. rain. You're Is talking about lavender, right? Right, Ethan. Oh, am I up? Oh shit. Come on. Oh, I know. It just started. Okay, I'm good. So Ethan just uh, drafted David Montgomery. 
Yep. And so the fifteenth uh, the fifteenth round went Dallas Goddard, Austin Eckler, Zach Ertz, and then I wrapped it up with David Montgomery. And I'll start up the sixteenth round. I got that Ertz. You know what's a really good fantasy team name that like everybody's used before, but it's still kind of funny. Life my hurt. my ball Zach Ertz. <laughs> my ball Zach Ertz. I like that. <laughs> I didn't understand the first time, but when you said it really fast, then I <laughs> caught on. Oh, man. Um, good old, good old testes humor. Yeah. <laughs> we got him so we don't. What? <laughs> it is what everyone says about them. Uh, who do I want here? You got you to gotta narrate a little bit here because you're going to have to do a lot of editing. I'm, what? There's not going to be a lot of editing. We want to just edit be, the whole draft though. It's that like, raw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's just good. Imagine we just had a podcast with an opening and then like an outro, and that was it. We're like, <laughs> hey guys, we were gonna put the draft here, but it just kind of didn't work out. So uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Anymore. It was all right. Um, I wonder. Um, should we put money on this? I was thinking we make it a little interesting, but I don't want to spend any money. Three thousand dollars each. At the uh, least. All right. I mean, it's fair. We put ten bucks on it. I mean, ten bucks is. Yeah, it's a pack of smokes, my right. And how? <laughs> how long? We are an um, anti-smoking podcast. Down Tom Brady. with the tobacco companies. Tom Brady, kid. But what? Are, what if they want to sponsor us, though? <laughs> yeah, all right, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that point. You can sponsor us, but we're still gonna talk shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're the real ones. But if Marlboro does offer us like a an ad contract, we're gonna be the most despicable humans on the planet. <laughs> you know what I really like the most about Kendra is that she makes all of her picks within like ten seconds. Yeah, no one's no one's ever waiting on her. Damn it, Kendra! That's literally the person mm. I was about to pick. I was <laughs> I was thinking about Burrow. All right, so in the uh, the sixteenth round, I started off with with Tom Brady, and then uh, James went with Miles Gaskin. Kendra stole Joe Burrow from from Jarrett. Nice pick. And then uh, Jarrett finished it up with Ter- uh, Terry Mc- McLaurin. And he's starting off the 17th round. Let's see what he does. Is this can... Brandon Ayuk, that's a nice pick. Yeah. Is this what you use when you play with Mac? Yeah, this is what all my leagues are on now. All right. Um. So this is a question. I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with rookies. Ooh, I like this person's name. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Shubba Hubbard. Nice. Shubba <laughs> do you actually know who that is? Yeah, he's, I think, Oklahoma State. Oh, there. Ethan, is that a good pick? I feel like that is. Yeah, the Bucks defense is good. I have them yeah. in my uh, my uh, main league. All right, so for the 17th round, Jarrett started us off with Brandon Ayuk, Kendra with uh, Brevin Jordan. James took a little, uh, little leap with uh, Chubba Hubbard. And I <laughs> and I finished us off with the Tampa Bay defense. I gotta see this. Starting off here, Chubba Hubbard and uh, the Titans D are gonna be the best two players in fantasy. <laughs> Has Chubba Hubbard like, known? Can you uh, imagine he, he just he's like, like probably like the fifth explodes best running back? <laughs> but you never know with rookies. Like every year, there's always like you know a bunch of rookies who are supposed to be amazing that end up just being trash, and also rookies who are supposed to be not as good who end up being like crazy good i know you explained this before but i still don't understand like how, how is this going to function since the season is over like so how do they just, 
we'll, we'll just have this team and we'll, the first week will be week one of the NFL. Sick. So we can make trades throughout the offseason. You can like pick up free agents throughout the offseason. I'm not going to trade a single one of my players. You definitely will. <laughs> I'll give you every one of is addicting. I'll give you every one of my players for all of yours. Ooh. Let's just trade teams. I bet you would do that. I'll give you my sign in information and you give me yours. And then we'll shake hands. Fair enough. Yeah. But we keep the we keep the respective credit cards on each account so that I can buy a lot of stuff with yours without having to spend money. Oh, sorry. Uh, 18th round, I started us off with uh, DJ Shark. James took Anthony Schwartz. I don't know who that is. I actually uh, don't know who that is either. <laughs> uh, Kendra with a steal with Mike Evans. And Jarrett wrapped it up with Javante Williams. I gotta look this guy up. <laughs> Anthony Schwartz. That... Yeah, it sounds like a guy who's not gonna see any time this season. <laughs> Wait, but that's what I mean, though. So so if there's no actual season, how do you project how these rookies are going to do? How do they do it in fantasy? Well, that's a better question. So That's what I meant. I guess I just didn't know, ask it. So Asshole. you basically just project how they'll do in the NFL, you know, based on how similar rookies have done. It's definitely hard to project because they've played college, and college is obviously a lot different than the NFL. But, I mean, Najee Harris, for instance, he's like the best running back. He pretty much is like the first or second rookie drafted always. He is just like a massive monster human being who is probably going to get drafted in like the first round, which means someone's going to give him a chance to start right away. And usually rookies like that are like really good fantasy players like right away. Okay. Whereas a wide receiver, because, because, you know, running backs, it's different in the NFL. Like it's harder, but I mean, you're, you're just taking the ball. Like you're getting a handoff. You know what I mean? You have better blocking. Usually you can translate pretty quickly. Whereas wide receivers, they got to learn how to run the routes. They have to learn like how to communicate with the quarterback, you know, at the NFL level versus college. So they usually take a little bit longer to get up to speed. I guess that makes sense. James, like, I'm sorry, man. I didn't listen to any of that. Just, <laughs> it was too long. That's another no, I did, thing I, he does. No, no, I, I did. I did listen. I just didn't know what to say. I mean, you explained it. So um, it was so good. I left you speechless. <laughs> <laughs> so for the 19th round, Jarrett started us off with uh, Hunter Henry. Kendra followed up with the New England Patriots defense. Uh, James followed up with the Pittsburgh wow. defense. James, you know what's amazing? You picked the Steelers defense. They, you picked them 10 entire rounds, 12 entire rounds after the Titans, and that's actually probably my favorite defense in the NFL. <laughs> I, I, well, I knew that. So. And then I, <laughs> I, wrapped, <laughs> I wrapped up the, the 19th round with John R. Smith, started off the 20th round with the San Francisco 49ers defense, James followed up with uh, Pat Freyamuth, the tight end. Who, who is he playing? Who is that? Hey, don't laugh at that. He's a, he's a good tight end. Okay. I think he's like I, he was high up in the in the rankings. I just didn't see. Uh... Yeah, you know he was. Uh, Kendra followed up with DJ Moore, and Jared's gonna top us off on the twentieth round as I top off this bottle of Powers John Lane. He's gonna whiskey. bring in Joe Montana. <laughs> and out of retirement comes Joe Montana <laughs> at the ripe age of 65. Oh, that's a good pick. No fan. Yeah. Wow. I. It's like how pressure, how much pressure is it? They get to go twice sometimes. I, I like it personally. Yeah, it's not bad. But 
And how similar is this to, is every drafting app similar to this exactly? Or, or Not really. This is a pretty unique looking one, honestly. Okay, so Jared, I just decided not to, to draft this round. Hmm. What are your options that you're contemplating? I don't really know, honestly, man. I'm kind of kind of thinking about taking a fourth quarterback. I don't really want to take a defense yet because you guys took the good ones. Thank you. So, no, nah, I guess I'll, I'll go with the defense. Okay. Wow, she's so quick. How do, wait, oh, because you can look while you're, while you're waiting. Yeah, right? and you can queue it up too. Wait, so actually hacked into all of our computers. She's just kind of like <laughs> seeing who we're looking at, and she already knows. She's like two rounds ahead by now. Wait, so <laughs> so can I be looking at somebody, and then you can still take them before I choose them? Or yeah. do I? Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, that's why you keep saying "fuck." I was gonna take this person. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll literally be like, like I have my literally have my eyes on this one player. I'm like, damn, I hope that Kendra picks anybody but this guy. And then it's like, next selection. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. There we go. This is... We're almost done, folks. Yeah, we're on round 22. All right, Ethan, give us the recap. Yeah, so for the 20th round, I started us off with the San Francisco 49ers, like I mentioned. James went Pat Fryermuth, Kendra with DJ Moore, and then Jarrett wraps it up with Noah Fant. And then he started us off with the New, uh, the New Orleans Saints defense. Kendra followed with Mike Gusecki, Gusecki, sorry, uh, James with the uh, with the pick of Chris Carson, and I finished with Kenyon Drake in the twentieth, twenty first round. And I'm going to start the twenty second round with a little uh, little reach pick with Travis Etienne. That's such a cool name, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, that's, that's not a cool. reach pick. He was the highest ranked player left. I know. <laughs> But, but not, I, I I wanted it to sound like I'm one of those guys that takes chances on uh, rookies. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the uh, well uh, not well known Clemson running back. Yeah. <laughs> just he's biting off my boy Trevor Lawrence's <laughs> swag all year. Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, future bust Trevor Lawrence. All right, no one take Hunter Long. The tight end. <laughs> Or um, Harold Spears? Is there like any chance at all that like a ninety nine rating, or um, like favored rating, being the lowest? Is there any chance that they can sometimes do good, or is that sometimes if like really? uh, the guys ahead of them get hurt? Yeah. Yeah. So for know. the uh, the twenty second round, as I mentioned, I started us off with Travis Etienne. James followed up with Rashad Bateman, Kendra with James Robin, uh, Robinson, and then Jarrett with the, with Kareem Hunt. Not a good guy. Uh, and then started the next round, the 23rd round, with Jalen Hurts. Kendra with Baker Mayfield. Nice pick. Uh, James with J Trey McKitty. And I'm... Well not Trey McKitty. <laughs> <laughs> you, you always have like this hint of like, what the fuck, whenever you... Because I don't know these people you're drafting. <laughs> I don't know them either. I just, I'm pressing... I'm I'm impressed that um that Ethan hasn't really botched any of these names yet. Yeah, honestly. You watch the NFL pretty Dak Prescott. What? Doc Prescott. This might yeah. lead you to a promising career in the future, like calling <laughs> no. out 
names. Can you Brian. pronounce? Can you pronounce Tua's last name? I can't actually. Tugavailoa. Is that how it is? How you say it? I believe. I don't so, want to yeah. say it because I don't want to get it wrong. I feel like you sound like a douchebag when you get it wrong. I believe it's Tua Tugavailoa. Yeah. Is he? Is Just... he a quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice sucks. Yeah. Unless I thought he said. Before. I thought he said, "Is he a quarterback?" And I was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like. Eh. Is he you know, the he last name the sounds position. the last name sounds like Hawaiian or something? Is he Hawaiian? Uh, he's I think he he's is like Atlantic. No, he yeah. actually is, is from Hawaii, okay. dude. That's actually crazy. I, I mean, thought he was, like, it's not that crazy, but yeah, yeah. he's or got a Samoan. Polynesian name. I just wasn't sure if he was like he, that. Was like a big part of his draft profile, I think. Pacific like, Islander, he was like the first something or other to be drafted. What's like the, the proper way to say that? Is it Samoan? Is it Islander? Is it I think Hawaiian? Pacific Islander is the best way to like that's say a general it. term, yeah. Okay. He was born and raised in Hawaii to Samoan parents. He attained he attended oh, Samoan, Saint Louis cool. school in Honolulu. That's pretty cool. <laughs> can you free can you imagine? I guess it's... just like growing up in Hawaii and when it's like just going to high school or something out there. Yo, let me get Joe Flacco real quick. Stop uh, it. Super Bowl legend. Stop it. Get some help. Ooh. Uh, where is um, so for the tw- I finished this off in the 23rd round with Austin Hooper and then started off with Ryan Tannehill in the 24th round James is up I figured after we uh we finished this we can kind of like cause they'll give us like our ratings and we can kind of talk about decent picks or whatever from everyone's teams I like Logan Thomas mm. yeah he's um he's not bad Ooh, Kendra. Melvin Gordon. My eyes that's a great Melvin pick. Gordon for so long. I love him. I love hate him. Like he's such a good like love hate player. Yeah. Oh, what's what what what's wrong with Kareem Hunt? You said he's what did he do? Uh, he came out. Oh my God, sense. Melvin Gordon not guilty of DOI. Breaking news provided by Kendra. Great job, Kendra. DUI. DUI. Uh, the crime that James NFL has players what... occasionally commit. Yeah, James asked what uh what Kareem Hunt did. Uh, he like he beat either his girlfriend or his kid yeah, or something. He's a bad guy. Oh. But not bad enough not to play in the NFL. He can he can not. still push the line of scrimmage. Hey, hey, they cut him from a team and he dude, was dude, only dude, low key. Imagine if he was still on the Chiefs. <laughs> he was pretty damn good. We would have <laughs> lost we would have lost that AFC championship. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Wait, so he, so he was kicked off the team for like his behavior? Or they just sometimes, teams, he, like... sometimes teams will cut them even though like so yeah. the NFL always waits to to see how the legal proceedings go before they make their decision. Yeah. But sometimes teams will just be like, no, we don't we're not even gonna wait to find out. We're just gonna cut you. So Yeah. So if he was on the team that the defense would have been is it defense or offense he played for? He was offense. Okay. Okay, Jarrett's up again. He just went with Terry Sherman or Sermon. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, so twenty fourth round, I started with Ryan Tannehill, James with Logan Thomas, Ke- uh, Kendra with Melvin Gordon, and then Jarrett with Trey Sermon, and started off the twenty fifth round with Cortland Sutton. Kendra's up with two minutes to go. Kendra's looking for more players who just escaped DUIs. Actually, I think Kendra got Josh Jacobs too, who also just yep. <laughs> Kendra's got all the players with DUIs in the NFL, which is. That's a lot of guys out there that, that have that, that issue. Hey, look, man, they're, 
It's like it's probably like a one in three chance. Do you think that's like a an American thing? Do you think we have like more DUIs than other countries? We have stricter laws, so it might. So no. James, you have six tight ends. Is that true? What does that mean? I don't know. Oh my god. No. I mean, I've got four. So no, you 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 guys said that like it's a. Five six. Yeah. What 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 does that mean? I'm saying well, you only start two, but I mean it's not it's not yeah. terrible. I'm oh. taking a fifth one, if that makes you feel better, oh, James. No, yeah, I have I have four. I mean, six might be a little bit, but that's only like one or two more. I'm not. Usual. I just feel like a lot of my picks have had really weird comments associated with them from the rest of you. <laughs> so I'm not feeling confident about haters. Something. Haters are my motivators, right, buddy? <laughs> Listen. All right, so for the 25th round, Jarrett started with Cortland Sutton. Kendra followed up with Amari Cooper. James with Zach Moss. And then I finished with Tyler Higby. And then I started the 26th round with James Conner. James is up with 1 minute 45 seconds on the what, clock. Wait, what would you say? I drafted too many of wide receivers? You get too many tight ends. Don't take any more of those. What do, you, what do you think I need more of? I have seven running backs and six wide receivers. More wide receivers. Yeah. For shizzle. Oh, shizzle. We're Playoff here. Lenny. Uh, what is the CC stand for in your picture? Clinton Cavaliers. That's my uh, oh, wow. that's fantasy cool. fantasy team name that won it all. Actually, uh, what is it called? Oh, he's showing the ring again for his fantasy <laughs> chair. Oh, it fell! He did. <laughs> This is this is the second time on the podcast. You missed it the first time because he was in the you were in the bathroom. But this shit happened again. Yeah. That's what you get for just throwing that stupid ass ring again. You're just jealous you don't have one. I guess. <laughs> it's like somehow we can't buy it either. Like <laughs> I'm gonna get one if I win this. Oh, this is your last two picks. Uh-huh. <gasps> Oh, my gosh. All right, so for the 26th round, like I said, James Conner for me, Juju Smith-Schuster for James, Leonard Fournette for Kendra, playoff Lenny, and then Jarrett finished it up with Will Fuller. And with the last round, Jarrett has a minute 45 on the clock. You're, like, shooting off these names that are not the easiest to pronounce like it's nothing. Jarrett started us off with the Miami Dolphins defense. Kendra followed up with Jerry Judy. That's a that's a Kendra, damn good Kendra pick a, that falls Kendra has the a end. great team. Yeah. <laughs> Excellente. I'm feeling good with my team. I like my team a lot. Julio. James following up with Julio. That's a great pick. Ooh, I got mm-hmm. pressure now. I need. I need to finish off well here. Who's Mister Irrelevant? The can we just can we just call this now and make sure yeah, you guys get a last? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I pause it now. There's really no need to to make this last pick. All right, Ethan, are you nervous? Damn, dude, am, Dak Prescott's really going to go undrafted. That's just wild. Dak Prescott like and Justin Fields. Shattered his leg. I mean, he said he was. it was questionable. So, And I'm going to finish our draft off with a pick of Robert Woods. Pew, 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 pew. So now what, is it like a little confettis? Or is there any anything to indicate that we did something? Uh, I think Jarrett controls how this moves forward. Yeah, you just gotta give me one second because some guy just said he's taking some some auction money for players he's about to cut. So <laughs> I want I want to get in on that. This so, is this is great content. All right, so James, so how do you feel 
after uh, after drafting your team. We, we'll talk a little more about our teams individually after this, but how do you feel just raw? I mean, give me give me your reaction right now. Do you think you can drop in the pocket? Do you think you can you're gonna be able to uh, to shimmy off the off the slide, you know? I think I think my team is, is gonna be very underrated. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a good chance I'm gonna come anywhere from between anywhere from between first to third. So, but not last. <laughs> no. He's this man's calling his shot right now. <laughs> he said, "Hey, I might not win, but I'm not gonna come in last." <laughs> it would have been better if you said two or three. If you were just like, "I'm gonna be right in the middle." <laughs> what about what about you? How do you feel? Uh, I feel good, but I think Kendra's got a sleeper great team, so I'm nervous on that. But I think. I think we're gonna be contenders. Um, yeah, I've got a pretty competitive team here. Uh, good on the I'm good on the QB and uh, running back end. And Jared's trying res- to like bargain receivers. With, Jared's trying to bargain with the underground market right now to get our team starting. Yeah, yeah, he's a. Uh, we're actually in an illegal fantasy league. This is this is through the the Russians. Um, well, <laughs> imagine you hear him talking like really bad Russian in the background, like trying <laughs> to negotiate a deal. We're only gonna be able to play this in a bunker uh, about once a month, so with the and we have to destroy like all our network equipment afterwards. Like, yeah. Uh, so this could be the last episode. Uh, I hate to say it, but um, good. yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. the people are rejoicing in the streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Not yeah. Yep. They will. They will be. Uh, Ooh, but I got hey, Ethan week one apparently. Oh, do you, oh, okay, nice. So that'll be a quick win for me. I think. Kendra versus Olympus. Uh, so the only, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the only the only round that we all picked the same position was the first round. Yeah, running backs, baby. That has something. It says something about us. How many quarterbacks do you guys have? Uh, four. Uh, I'll make a trade for you, James, if you want. Yeah, whatever. I'll give you whatever. I'll give you uh. Um, I'll give you Ryan Tannehill and Austin Hooper for Dalvin Cook. <laughs> is Dalvin Cook? Is he good? So, James, here's another thing that is really important <laughs> before you make any trades. <laughs> In fantasy, a lot of people try to do a thing where they do. I will give you two players who are like B level for one player that is A level. Uh-huh. I don't know what you're talking about. Usually it is not advisable to be the team that gets two players. Like because fantasy, like there's very few players. Like Dalvin Cook is one of the very few running backs who gets like like a ton of fantasy points like every game. Nah, you don't he's not that good. You know, two players who are half as good as him, it doesn't really equal one of him because there's not as many players who can do what he does. Oh, okay. So, stop. stop. You're 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 messing with my mojo here. All right, I was gonna give you, I was gonna give you Dalvin Cook for anything, but now, now I'm Tyler, thinking about Tyler Higby, Dalvin Cook, straight up. Wait, <laughs> and I'll give you next year's sixth round pick. Who who's better, Saquon or Dalvin? Uh, well, Saquon was towards ACL this year, so it's kind of hard to say. And uh, Dalvin had a great year. Um, what about Tyreek? Tyreek Hill's a wide receiver, but he's probably the, so he's the fastest wide receiver in the league, so. So is it only worth trading if you're gonna get something of equal value? Yeah, and it's it's tough to know until the season starts 
just because of like the movements that are going to be happening. Um, but like when it comes to wide receivers and, and mostly probably just wide receiver, like when you're looking at even the higher levels, but when you say when you're looking at like the mid tier wide receivers later on, and like say like your 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 number one, number two guys get hurt or are on by, and you need like backups for your for a certain week. Um, it's never it, you don't you don't always want to look at like the points gained or like the points estimated for like the next week. You want to look at like who's throwing to them. So you can have like a, a like a decent receiver, uh, but if he's getting thrown to by like a subpar quarterback, you want to be careful because like odds are that quarterback's not going to be connecting passes that uh, as frequently as a better QB. Um, or if like a team has a has a stronger run run game, you don't really want to take. The number two wide receiver guy off that team you want like because they, they so like oh, okay so there's the a lot of strategy more. there's a lot of, like and yeah. like what's annoying about fantasy football is like strategy also gets thrown out at the door like randomly every week yeah like you you can plan and like estimate it, it, it's a, as much as a gamble as anything where you can sit there and think that way too like oh like uh rod you know uh i'm trying to think um Devonte adams is out uh, Rogers just throw. Oh, they got this. They got, I'm gonna pick up the backup guy, and then like it turns out they're playing against a team that's terrible on the run defense, and they just run the ball the whole game. And Rogers like almost never throws it, and you're like, fuck! Like, why did I pick up the the backup mm-hmm. wide receiver who got me like no points? Um, so like sometimes you can like overthink your way out of fantasy too, which is like usually like to the, the detriment of me. Like that, that's usually my thing is I overthink a lot. Um, Wait, Jared, so I'm, I'm sorry. So for the people that are just like really nasty at fantasy, is it do they have like a whole strategy to it, or is it kind of like poker where you can have a strategy, but there's also a lot of chance that you can't? No, you always want to be you. You always want to be thinking, but like, yeah, it's it's a lot of luck. Like there's a lot of luck involved. I'm not sure if you agree, but there's there's a good amount of luck involved too because, like my dad this year in our league had the third pick in the draft. He picked Saquon in the first week. Saquon tore his ACL, and it's like all right, now you just lost your first round pick. Um, and like, that's like an obstacle you now have to overcome. Yeah. You can't uh, win your draft in the first round, but you can lose it. Um, yeah. If your guy gets hurt, which is pretty much like just totally, I mean, Saquon Barkley hasn't really had a history of injuries. Um, right. you know, most likely he'll come back from this ACL and be okay. But I mean, it's, it's like the Kittle thing. Like George Kittle is a great tight end. He's one of those top three tight ends. That's so much different than the rest of them. Yeah. And in week four, I think it was this year when he, you know, went down with the season ending injury, it was like, you know, okay, there goes my, my third pick. So now, you know, every other team that got to draft a a really high talented player in the third round, it's like, you didn't even get to pick that round. Basically like it just vanishes. So you're just, it's a huge disadvantage. The injury thing is brutal. Yeah. I make, um, can I make a, a trade suggestion to Kendra if she's interested <laughs> already. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. If she wants to trade, let's see, Alvin Kamara, and I'm thinking for, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's Kamara, see. huh? Known bum. And then, oh, for Anthony Schwartz. <laughs> you can't take my joke and use it. Use it again. Yeah, but she might not know Anthony or that he's bad. So could you ask her? The Schwartzman? <laughs> it's like it's like it's like you make jokes now, but like the year he plays and the he year lights he starts. It up. <laughs> that literally becomes his name. Offensive MVP. <laughs> you know you don't know Schwartz is German for black? 
I didn't know that. Yes. Really? Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. That's uh, if you ever watch Breaking Bad, that like rich friend in the show, like his company's name is Gray Matter because his name oh, is yeah, Schwartz yeah, yeah. and Walter White's name is White, so they went I, with the in between. Yeah. I know. That's I know pretty for, cool. Um. All right. So, Jared, do you want to talk a little about the team? I'm not sure if there's like a when do the ratings come out? Is it probably tomorrow? Yeah, I don't know. So I'll have to see. We'll look if I can see it in like the draft because uh, sometimes it's a little easier to look at it from the app, believe it or not. Yeah. I really I'm upset that I drafted the Tennessee Titans defense. No, they they're they're gonna be a good team. Well, it was on the top when I when I yeah, saw it's it. not that's not a bad pick. We were just making funny. We we're just busting your ball. Well, it, uh, I would like it if no one did. No, it, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like it. Usually, you don't take defenses that early. Well, um, yeah, cause, like, yeah. It's not a bad pick. Like they're they're a good team. You just like when you and then you pick the Steelers, which is like a a good backup to that. Like when you're taking like usually you take a defense later because you really only need like you're you're lucky to get ten points from a defense usually. Mm-hmm. Um, where like what Jarrett was saying, like running backs are very are extremely valuable in the first round because a good running back could win you the season. A bad running back could lose you the season. Um, and, like, if you've got a QB getting you, like, if you've got a QB getting you, like, an average of 18 to 20 points a week, that's solid. Like, you're that's a great start for the week. And then, like, that allows other players to only get, like, 10 to 15 points. Like, you don't need your running back to be putting up 25, like, 26 points. Um and like your defense is supposed to just kind of help you over the hump. It's not a, you don't want to rely on your defense to like get you points because it, it it's so even with the best defense in the league, like they could get lit up at some point because they're resting guys, someone gets right. hurt. Um, so you want to rely on the the offensive players. Okay. It's like, really the, the 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 name of the game in in the simplest terms is you want to get players who have the potential for like really big games like you know because there's there's certain guys who they can have nice games and get 15 points or whatever but you know there's only a few guys like dalvin cook let's say who can get like 30 there's not a lot of guys who can get 30 points so you want to have the guys who can score in the high 30s but also who have you know like a pretty a pretty low floor because you know there's some guys that like christian mccaffrey gets like his floor is basically like 15 points like he'll never get lower than that you know whereas Mm-hmm. Someone like Derrick Henry, for example, I, I'm sorry to say this, Ethan, but someone like mm-hmm. Derrick Henry actually does have oh, a little yeah. bit of a lower floor just because he's not so much involved in the passing game. Yeah. So if Tennessee, you know, actually like in the playoffs, when who they get beaten by, um, was it Baltimore? I think this it was year? Baltimore. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, once once Baltimore went ahead by a couple scores, um, and you take Derrick Henry out of the run game because yeah. they're behind, they have to start passing it. You know, he he all of a sudden doesn't really get involved. And I think yeah. for the championship, for the championship week in my league, he got like nine points, which was kind of yeah. kind of rough. Well, but I was, it was made up for it because Alvin Kamara scored fifty six. Right, like so. I mean, like I was thinking Kamara for the first pick, but then from my own troubles with playing with Kamara, it's like I've exp- <laughs> at the fucking ring again. Um, I've experienced him. Oh yeah, are struck- we back to the video. Uh, what what is going on, by the way? Are we are we waiting for like Jared to do something, or can I close out of it? Oh, you can close out. Right? I got the I got the main page. I'm gonna bring oh, up a point in a second. What about this? Uh, 
But like from my own struggles with when uh, Drew Brees was out this season and Taysom Hill was the starter, like Kamara was just not getting the ball. Like there, and it, and I I don't. It's obviously not the fucking team's non faith in Alvin fucking Kamara. Like he's the the nineteen million dollar a year man. Like it's they're not for it's not for a specific reason that he wasn't getting the ball. It's just like Taysom Hill is a running quarterback. He doesn't seem to want to rely on Kamara as much as Drew Brees was. Um, so I was just wary about drafting him. Whereas Derrick Henry, like, yeah, like he, he, he isn't much of a, of a receiving uh, running back, but um, he is a dom like Garrett, like, you know, he's, he's a dominant force when he is going off. And I think he's got a, He's he's younger, I think, than Kamara. So, I'm Derek hoping, Henry. Yeah, Derek Henry oh. is 27, I believe. Okay, so like, but really, yeah. So like, and like, they're a young team, the Titans. Like, I'm hoping that in the long run, this will be like a decent start. Uh, but like about my team for a second, Jared. They're saying I have a one percent chance of beating you in Week One. How does that happen? How do you 1%? see that? Percent. Um, I don't, they don't have projections yet, do they? Yeah, one percent. They give you ninety-nine percent chance of beating me. Where do you they, see this? They you, skew it. They skew it pretty hard, honestly. Like, if it, once you're, uh, see, mine says fifty-fifty still because they don't have projections. <laughs> Wait, can 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 you like show me where you see this? I'm on the main page. Is it on the website though? Yeah. I'll have to try that. We should incorporate. We should. We should put like a picture up of our of our like whole thing on our. I can put. Media. I can put it as the uh, the artwork. Oh, see, for next Ethan, episode. mine says zero to yeah. zero, and mine says ninety nine percent that you're gonna win. I think that's just that's a so weird. Yeah, because they don't have projections yet. Because they, they want us. Even... They want I us got... to be nervous. They want us to be hungry. <laughs> like you have you have Allen Robinson. They don't even know what freaking team he's gonna be on. If I he signs with yeah. the Patriots, he's gonna be projected for like zero points a week. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Wait, All right, wait. guy. Here we if go. I, if I go against if I go against um, Kendra, I have a one percent chance of winning. Kendra's gonna whoop your ass. I'm already gonna. I'm just gonna say that right no, now. That's, that's not a glitch. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, why? Why is it? Why is there no discrepancy with me? Like you guys, it's like okay, there's percent, but like for me, it's I'm a definitely no. Gonna... We're both saying Kendra has like a phenomenal team. <laughs> like no, but we don't know though, right? Mm. Lamar against um, Mahomes, Wilson against Watson, Elliott against McCaffrey, Cook against Kamara. We also don't know where Watson's gonna be playing next year. <laughs> Schuster against Cooper, Ertz against Kelsey. Um, I can go on and on. <laughs> I Ritz against Kelsey is, is is a pretty uh, pretty oh, sad. You said you had a hot take, mm. or it's like a, you had sports. you had two yeah. things. Right? I have two, two things, things, but I I have a Boston sports hot take, and uh, it's just from like attending different Boston sports venues, and I ha I'm under the belief that of the Boston sports team fans, the Bruins fans are the best ones of the Boston sports team fans. Like from like this, like from being in the, like for live. Well, what do you, what do you consider best? Like what are your, your, when I was at a Bruins game, like, like it was just a sea of like black and gold. And like, I don't know, like maybe it's just because I mean, the Celtics are the garden too. But like the, the environment of the garden is just so enveloped because it's indoors um all right well let me have you been to every game to determine that though like every i haven't been to a pats game but like my understand uh, garrett maybe you can like kind of agree here like 
with the with the, <laughs> with, the pa- with the Patriots, like the games I mean, I are know, so they're, they're they're so expensive to go to that like the people people at Patriots games are just people who can afford to go to a Patriots. They're not necessarily someone who like enjoys the Patriots, you know. Bruins games aren't very cheap either, though. They're not cheap, but like the better seats are above, like the like the cheaper seats. So like, with the Patriots, yeah, but those are still like solid, like ninety bucks, though. That's still cheaper than the Patriots. The, the Celtics have the cheapest tickets. Not out, for though. long. I know the Red Sox have to be, had to be the cheapest. Patriots are gonna start dropping. Bleacher, bleacher seats for the Celtics are still. I mean, bleacher seats like yeah, but you can get like for the Red Sox. You can still. get like a shit seat on uh like MLB seats with the Red Sox for like. Those are, those are the, the cheapest seats are in center field and left center field. No, but I'm saying, like, you can get, like, on SeatGeek, you can get, like, Red Sox tickets for, like, 20 bucks. Like, in the grandstand. Because um, I used, Matt and I used to go and <laughs> we would bring nips in with us and <laughs> we would order a soda and we just, like, like, we know, we, we'd order a water, we'd kill the water and we'd get, like, a bottle of soda and we would just, like, make mixies the whole game. <laughs> Because <laughs> like a, a beer at Fenway Park is like you know fifteen dollars. Yeah, it keeps yeah. going up. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like but it. I mean, in their defense, it is Sam Adams now. It's not like Budweiser. Oh, um, okay. So it's yeah, like actually like yeah. Say, so it's like quality beer. So it's kind of worth it. I, I like yeah, but we get but a beer of, and a soda. Think about like a really amazing beer you can buy for fifteen bucks at like an actual distillery bar place you know what i mean yeah like you can get something so good i mean i understand oh, why I understand yeah like when you and i were but... when you and i would go to breweries it's like what like six bucks for like a damn good beer that's, that's like six percent yeah. alcohol yeah um but yeah so wh- why do you think though that the the brew i just think like i think because hockey is less popular of like in boston's also as much as we say like you know because the patriots have had more success and like the celtics are like a perennial like long term have the most championships of all the teams jared mm. i'm not sure what you think i think boston is strictly a, like a baseball and hockey town like it the like the people in Bo- like the fans in boston are more red sox and bruins fans than they are celtics and patriots fans like for the the sport itself like i think you'd find more people who are like born and bred boston like not like like born and bred in New England, like people I feel like more are baseball and hockey fans than longtime Patriots fans. Like I, I don't know. I feel like hockey. Brady and still... the Patriots have been the most popular. Oh yeah, but I, I, like New England I do think the like the Bruins do have, but I just there's the more Bruins devotion. Are definitely the least popular, like by like I think it's more popular compared to other places, but yeah. like hockey is the fourth most popular sport, and it's not even remotely close. I think it might be above baseball now. The, the, actually, I don't know. The, the, the contracts kind of suggest otherwise. No, no, no. I, I mean, I mean, in the city of Boston, not like, like the NA, like league wise. Like you I, think I con- you think contracts is the only way to base that though? I, well, I mean, it, it it's like the it's a primary way to do it. Are. Yeah, yeah. Which sucks because I think, like, obviously, hockey players deserve way more money than they're, than they're given because Why, they're just beaten and battered. Uh, they should be more interesting then. No, hockey's interesting. Ooh, hot take. Hockey's fine, but it, it's fun. The, the difficulty with hockey with me is that the players come and go so fast. Like, it's really kind of hard to get, like, attached to anybody. Like, I don't even know, like, half the rookies that are in the league now. And it's also just such a such an 
like um it's it's hard to explain like it's so random and like even yeah. there's there's no such thing as like dynasties in hockey because like there's a great the, team the, what, what what's a team the that's penguins won, like, are kind of a dynasty how many championships have they had even in the past two decades crosby's got three that that's not like a, three in the past 20 years like i i don't think any of them really came next to each other he he came in the league in like 20 like 2009 so like that's a long like 13 years three championships like that's Damn good. That's like yeah, that's like saying, David like, Ortiz. Dynasties, like, dynasties where you have like one team that's like in the finals like three years in a row. Like, that just doesn't happen in the NHL. But I feel like that's a good thing. Ever? Like I feel like you shouldn't have teams that like. Yeah, but that's how you get. But like I, I don't know. I just think that's where we disagree. Like yeah. I think that's where you get like baseball like, doesn't really have, have that though. The Dodgers, I guess, but like, they I wouldn't lose want to be compared every to baseball year. either. Baseball's a dying sport. I'm not arguing. Yeah. baseball's bad. No, no, no. So, but, but I'm saying like I feel like. As we say, like baseball's dying, it's still like the most marketable. Like I think that they they make the most money, so like they're still surviving somehow despite having like no dynasties. Although like, the, NBA, I, the NBA would make more money if they didn't have a like they they have their contracts they didn't, capped. Uh, insult ca- uh, China. <laughs> I I don't know. I, mean, um, I just think I just think there's like I think hockey deserves more recognition than it gets. And I'm not, and I'm not one of like obviously like I'm not a huge fan, so I'm not one of those like please watch my sport people. That's what um, the problem is with hockey. It's everybody yeah. is a freaking, everybody's a fucking please watch my sport. But like, like the people, my sport's harder than yours. But like, the people who like are really cool, like that's what I mean. Like the the, the like cool like Bruins fans are just like they're more fun to be around than like any like I don't want to hang out with like a bunch of Patriots fans because like. To me, bro. To me, hockey is for simple-minded people, and like basketball and football are for people who are more like they're just more complex sports. So that's fine. I no, but that. I I think that the fact that that you actually make a great point. If I can interrupt, you actually make a great yeah. point. You're right. Baseball and hockey are the most popular in New England because people in New England are generally dumb, and those are the two simplest no, that's sports. That's not what I'm saying at all. Ho- <laughs> hockey is literally the simplest. Just watch the puck go back and forth and back and forth. You can say something oh, about basketball. Everybody, let's dance. You can let's argue that about any sport. Yeah, though. any basketball. Sport. There's no yeah. basketball. There's zone defenses and like ISO moves. There's like a thousand games within the game. I there's know, so I'm, much I'm, like, skill to hockey. hockey. There's so much more skill to hockey. You can only play for 50 seconds at a time. I don't know. And like football, there were six fights the other day. What's what's that the was awesome? Um, <laughs> Do you see that? I, he literally like kicked his ass. Oh come on! You you know you like hockey. I, um, I have not watched a hockey game legitimately in the past five years. I told you if we if you if we can both like get super into it, let's like. I feel like it's a so chore. Fun. No, it's fun. But like I think, like I'd rather hang out with hockey fans or basketball fans that hang out with like anyone who's a football or baseball fan maybe maybe it's just like boston's like i wouldn't want to i'd rather hang out with like a bruins fan or a celtics fan than someone who's like everybody in new england is a patriots fan like they're by far like they're a thousand times more popular but like you know but but i'm saying but i'm saying like you know what it's like to hang out with like in like like the insufferable patriots fans like who like just don't get that like it's okay for your team to be bad or that like, it's okay to criticize Bill Belichick. Like, Oh, like the, yeah, I know. I know he's yeah, like the whole right, Bruins team. fans. Yeah. Are, Bruins fans are just good and used to their teams being bad. That's a, that's a good thing. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like Bruins, like Bruins fans are probably like the most likely to, to complain about like the ownership, which is like a problem in ball. Like, 
Boston fans like refuse to complain about ownership, and like you know that like how many like what is there when, to complain about the crafts? What have the crafts done wrong for New nothing? But I'm but I'm saying like think about like John Henry like John Henry Everyone has hates ravished. The Red Sox. No. He just traded Mookie Betts. The Red Sox ownership is literally as unpopular as they've ever been. They just traded Betts and Benatendi. I know, but I'm like telling you, I'm, going on. I'm telling you, like online, like the fucking comment, fucking people on Red Sox, like the the post. Just say Jared Carabas's tweets. We know that's what you're referencing. Uh, no, I, I don't even. I don't think I follow Carabas anymore. Um, but like, no, like people who like rep- like on Facebook who like reply to the Red Sox posts. Like they were like, oh, go for John Henry. Like, you know, the kid wanted too much money. Like the people who were just like up, like be, they're poisoned by the fact that like he owns the Boston Globe and like they read his, like right. And the only people who are reading the Boston Globe are the people who are legitimately older than seventy. So when they die in the next twenty, <laughs> which years, is like, like slowly stop hearing old me. Irish people, are like ninety percent of the Boston population. Like, I don't know. I I I think. The Bruins are fine. The Bruins have a nice little, little little small fan base that's very hardcore. I think they're they're yeah. good fans. The the Garden's a good experience. I think I think, it's, I think it's the more I, lively experience than like basketball is. I I actually do think that basketball is more intellectual than hockey. Like no, in, see, I don't think so. Hockey, I, I, you're you're cheering for fist fights, Ethan. It's like it's it's not, always, not anymore. Fight. You're like, dude, it's so awesome. There's six fights. Yeah, but like basketball, it's like someone like dunks in a wide open shot, and it's like oh, like, like it's the same idea, like. How do you think things that like aren't I, I I'm not rooting against basketball like at all. But I think that like every sport has its like stupid thing that people just go wild for, whether it's like fights at hockey, like a solo home run in baseball. Like no like a solo home run is a rally killer. But like you still get like the like the numbskulls in the crowd like let's go. Like uh yeah, like you cause you saw some guy hit a like hit it over the, the monster. Um Well, I think that like a whole the, I mean, I don't mean to, to nitpick here, but like a home run is a more complex sports phenomenon than two guys exchanging fisticuffs. But I think it's, I, I think it's like, like that makes it less mental though. Like the fact that like, yes, I agree. It's less intellectual. No, I'm saying like the, the idea of a home run <laughs> is like of a solo home, people cheering for a solo home run is less mental than like anything like, that makes it less, like less interesting. You think they should be sad when there's a solo home run? No, but it's like, if you like, if you want to go by a, a mentality standpoint, like that's it's a rally killer. Like you're, you hit a solo home run, and like yeah, all right, now there's still no one on base, and we still have to get someone like to get a decent to get a single. Like the home run, like helps is like semi helping kill baseball because like no one hits for average anymore. Where do you um? Where do you think soccer ranks like compared to football? Is it more or less intellectual in, the, in America? Yeah, or like. No, 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 no. I just mean like intellectually, I, I guess. I don't know. If, I wonder if, if soccer it's, is more popular in America than hockey is. That's a good question. It's not. It, it, in that, you can just tell by the state of the MLS. The MLS is pathetic. Well, what about like global That's, soccer, though? I feel like globally, it's, it's more the most popular. popular sport in the world. Yeah. But I mean, like, what about global soccer compared to American? Yeah, I think, hockey. I bet you global soccer is probably way more watched in America oh. than United States hockey, which is kind of an indictment on hockey. Um, I'd be interested in that. Do you like soccer, Jared? See, I'm I'm like impartial to it. Like I I I will watch it if it's if it's on, but like I just don't care enough to to seek it out. I I just it's not really like my sport. Like I I tried a couple times to get into it, but like even just like getting like the updates from ESPN, it's just like a different it's like a different language. Like you get like an ESPN breaking news update, and it's like you know 
Tottenham Hotspur's manager, Jose Moreno, is like, he had a conversation with his striker and they're going to try to be better. It's like, that's the whole update. I'm like, am I actually Jared? Like, uh, so I, I looked uh, up soccer I 7%, ice hockey 4%. He's right. They're yeah, so very close. MLS clubs averaged 21,310 fans per game in 2019, while NHL teams averaged 17,380 games. <laughs> That's bad. I was talking about like overall viewership, like of like like you know like real uh, soccer, like the Champions League and shit. But mm-hmm. for the MLS to outdraw hockey, that is tough. But like that, that also like. It's tough because like that's like that's like counting in the South. Spinning, he's spinning. No, like think about like how little people in the South care about hockey. Like the the new hot take is the Boston soccer team is the best. The best there is no Boston to go soccer. To. Oh, that's New the England Rams. No, they're they're the worst team in the league. Like they, the Crafts get in the soccer world to get they get very much criticized for their treatment of the Revs. Um, but like. The soccer is more popular in the South than hockey. Or like, because like the Atlanta team, I don't even know their fucking name. But uh, what are they? The Liberty? No, that's the Equalist. I don't know. No, I have zero. We 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 can yeah. we can we can make this the extent of our MLS talk. I think Thank I think you, the fans please. have gotten enough. Uh, yeah, well, MLS. they won whatever the they won whatever the MLS championship. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised there. if like, there's a lot of people that want more soccer talk, but we just don't know it. I wish here, baby. I wish I could get into it, but like I remember, like there would be kids in college just watching game, like watching some international game at like nine in the morning. They're the they class. are the worst like breed of fans. Like yeah. oh, I would I say that like soccer fans. I would I'm... say that football people are pretty close because like they're very over the top and they kind of rub me the wrong way. But yep. like the weird hockey definitely suffers from the little brother syndrome. Like please watch my yeah. sport, but soccer suffers from both like watch my sport little brother syndrome and also we're the most popular sport in the world like your sport's not real it's like mm-hmm. fucking pick one man like when we were i was watching the super bowl in every year like out of the cloud soccer people are like football is not a real sport like come watch a real sport it's like nobody was looking for soccer nobody mentioned soccer yeah. nobody <laughs> you guys are just like so insecure you're like man like more people around the world that's that more people yeah. around the world watch it like, like that and like that's like with the fact that you only need a ball i wish it, people but. would stop bringing that up because like we get like it was recently just said cristiano ronaldo just became the most followed person on social media of all time he has five in in his total social media accounts he has 550 million followers like we know it's that popular we know <laughs> like I, I always find like soccer fans to be like a little socially awkward to me whenever no I, no I, I think no I don't I don't like him honestly that's fine I, I just like I don't know I don't know I mean no some of them some I think they're either like calm and chill or they're just like yeah. weirdly annoying I follow the uh in regards to like basketball fans I guess that's I, any sport though I follow like the Trill Withers standpoint on like basketball Twitter that like no one on basketball Twitter actually enjoys basketball <laughs> they just like they just like yelling about it. it. What do you say? Or watches Nobody, it? Half the people don't even watch it. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the worst thing. Like I remember actually like I, this is actually like made this actually like disappointed me so much. Yeah, I was talking to Mac about like whatever about some of the football games and and he literally was just like, yeah, I don't really like watch like sports anymore. I just kind of like look at the stat lines. Like 
I can't. That's like, like that's like the like, I haven't watched a sports game in five years. I just like the analytics. I just want to yeah. watch the sports game. And like, I get it. Like, we're all adults. Like, we stopped watching sports. Yeah, you get slowly. busy like, and like, that's yeah. That's fine. But like, it's also like a pandemic. So you can't like go to a bar and watch it or something. Like, yeah, but Mac wouldn't go to like a bar other, anyways, Be like, I remember what I'm saying. Like, you, like, I'm sure like people are more into like, oh, I'll just watch the highlights Mac now. Would rather, Mac would rather play a Madden franchise for like four hours oh, than watch oh. like four hours of a basketball game, which I get, but like, it's kind of weird to. I can't do that. It's an yeah, it's an interesting thought. I feel like fo- I, I get more excited about the football season than any other season, like just because like it only happens a couple times a week, and it's the season is so short. Where like I jump, like you jump on. Like it, it, the season starts and it's like last year it was so nice out. I, I would have like three TVs outside and I'd like smoke a cigar and watch like three games at once. And like, that's like fun where uh, the other scenes are so much longer. Like it, it's more fun to watch football. Some people um, don't even have one TV. All right, jackass. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that without sounding like a dick. I have bag. a qu- <laughs> Yeah, just smoking cigars, watching my five plasma screen TV. <laughs> no uh, plasma, plasma screen. <laughs> what is this like? Two thousand one. <laughs> I had a I had a quick point. I just wanted to say before yeah, please. I forget. This is not even relevant. This is just probably gonna be stupid. But I really I really thought that XFL was gonna be like a mix of football and like WWE. <laughs> When I first, I swear to God, like when I first heard it, I was so excited because I was like, oh, this is going to be like a really stupid version of football where there's like wrestling or something insensible. involved. There's a guy running back a, a kickoff and the, co- and the coach takes a chair and no, beats no. him. With- no, 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 not, not even to that extent. But I just thought it'd be like, you know, there'd be like a lot of crazy tackling and throwing. I thought that would be so cool. Have you seen, I, do, I don't even know if it's called this, but like there's a version it is it's awesome though there's a version of basketball that they play where it's all oh is it slam ball or whatever like dude yeah the whole whole court is a trampoline yeah yeah and they literally like they shoot and stuff but like they mostly dunk but literally they they deck each other above above the rim dude honestly that is like the most fun that's you can hit people we should try that they full body check like it you must have so many tam torn ACLs. That's what I was thinking. Like, if you see that, like, just videos of average people when they when they jump wrong and both their knees go the other way. Fuck that. Shit. And these guys are like full on like windmill dunking. Honestly, as 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 I guess lame as it is to admit, every time I go to Sky Zone, I always get nervous. Oh, I, yeah. I feel like it's so. It, it just to. seems so dangerous, and everybody's there. Everybody. And the weirdest thing is like every you see like like either 40 year olds or five year olds act like it's just not even oh. like it's a normal thing to do like four flips and just well, almost I, twist an ankle you know i think it's because like we followed the generation that like first started getting trampolines in their yard like uh, like the uh the, the millennials yeah like the millennials were like the first generation to like get a pool in their backyard or whatever like normally and like a trampoline yeah. and then like there was just like a like like an epidemic of people like breaking their ankles and like and like yeah, tearing. it's so easy you know? like and like it's Gen, so like, easy to do. Us and Gen Z like grew up hearing about all like from our parents and from like older people like, oh don't get one of those like you'll break your neck and we're like oh like oh, okay I'm not gonna do that and then like Sky Zone became big when we were young and like but all of our brains were like I'm gonna break my leg why do you I know, do you know what the freakiest part of it is is like there's literally hard parts like 
there's just squares, right? And then there's like <laughs> a lot of hard, long parts that you can just easily. Oh, pull like them. the safety thing. So like, if yeah. you hit like the the pole, you don't you don't like break your skull. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I I'll, I'll just sit there and I'll be like, I don't know how how this is a thing here. Like someone will walk off and be like, hey man, I almost twisted my arm there and broke it. <laughs> like it's a normal. I don't know. And I, I just maybe heard so many athletes who like tore their parts of their knee there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jeez. And also like. Now, like my COVID brain just thinks about like how disgusting those places probably are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People just like there was always oh. there was always like this this like over serious like group of thirty year olds that would come in with matching shirts like a team oh, shirt, God. and they would yeah. come in and they would just like <laughs> there'd be they would they would like destroy like five year olds and be proud of it. I I would be too. Uh, fuck, those, <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, this has been a great episode. Yeah, yeah I get to do All right. this. Good night. Um, no. <laughs> uh, I thought you had yeah, something so... to say though, Jared, for this. I don't. I don't want to. Like, but I thought you said you had something to talk about, right? Oh, yeah. the only thing. The, the only thing that I did have mentioned for this episode was the dirty, the dirty malls, the, the bomb. The, oh yeah, the yeah. Dirty bomb, the dead malls. Yeah, like um. Oh, we yeah. Well, I, I I don't know if like we've we've touched on this, but just like looking up like pictures of like those those malls that look like Emerald Square mm-hmm. that are like on just, their way out, not yeah. even on their way out, just like overrun by like like animals and stuff. Like it's just, oh, just kind of weird. I didn't tell you. I forgot to say it last night. But I remember how I was trying to do like a pastry business for a little yes, bit. Yes, we do remember that. Yeah. So I I was one of the places I was seriously considering was the um one of the places in Emerald Square food court. Which yes, I remember because off. we had a, a and then every, everything was closing there, but it was so good I didn't do it because after COVID, like literally, my dad said he went there and there was only two places. Like I think Dunkin' Donuts closed. The only place that's open there left, I think, is like the Chinese place. So like, that, that really sucks. Like I, I actually should have listened to me. Sorry, I feel I feel bad because like like malls are like malls are cool. It's a it's like a good idea, but it's just difficult when they're yeah. not in like a like. Pawtucket is like a bit like there's a lot of kids there and mm-hmm. and you know even in the surrounding areas like Attleboro and stuff but it's just not it really needs to be in like a crazy busy area yeah. to get like probably yeah yeah like, like prob- because mm-hmm. probably like, places even, in like a perfect area where it's like dead center of downtown Providence and then there's like nothing to do in Providence though it's just so easy yeah. to go to the mall I mean there's a lot to do in Providence but yeah. Oh. yeah there's a I don't know. It's just like um, who goes to them like like the malls are always open like you know yeah. from 10 a.m. to to two. I feel like you know people that go there they go there at like five o'clock after work or whatever. But and also you know, like, like at, at, Jared, I'm not sure if you've seen like recently, but like Attleboro is also building like more outlet style. Yeah, because they just opened like a sales. Yeah, yeah, like why? What? And, and that's not and that's the thing. And that's like the biggest thing that I've read about like why, like why these dead malls end up dying is mm-hmm. because. You know, there's one I read about in Ohio, and a lot of it's like not even like really true, but like kids hang out there because like it's yeah. a place that kids can hang out. Like we always did, you know what I mean? Like yeah, my friends yeah. always went to the mall. Um, Ethan, you probably didn't have friends, but that's what we did. Yeah, I didn't have friends, so I, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, like then like like adults kind of get the 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 idea that like oh this is like a place where kids loiter right. or like a lot of times like so the ones like. <laughs> 
What? Like you think that like adults would be like, oh, maybe we should like market that. <laughs> yeah, but like also like no, I'm saying like if you're an adult shopping, like do you want to go oh, somewhere yeah, shopping yeah, where there's a bunch of like kids running around? Like I thought you meant like store owners are like, oh, we gotta get rid of these kids. Like no, I mean like yeah. like they come they come to the mall with like ten bucks to buy uh you know food court stuff and they go in all the stuff yeah, like, but they don't buy anything. And then like not even kids like when I worked at Sears like there would be like old people who would just like do laps around the mall. Yeah. And they just like pop in and be like, oh, you gotta buy something now. And I was like, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's, what like, was, it's um, like they only really ex- they only really serve a good purpose like during Christmas time, really. And I'm sure Christmas time, like they they do like three times as well as they need to. Yeah. But, like, and I did mention last that night that, that like there was a study because like the millennials are the ones who like killed in store stores and stuff. But like Gen Z, like our like our the cutoff of our generation, like we act like there was a study done like we actually prefer to like be in a store because of like <laughs> because of like how horrible everything else is like where oh. we we actually use thera- like uh like retail therapy like in um and like we're actually going more to stores to buy things to be one because like it employs people of our own generation and also like we relate to speaking to someone about like how to like what to buy um which i thought i thought was interesting because like we always, we we kind of grew up hearing like oh like like no one wants to buy like buy everything online, um, but then like I think that was like the millennial push on like the oh I'm gonna buy like yeah I can buy everything on Amazon everything on like Sears.com or like Macy's.com, but then like our generation watched these fucking people return every other fucking shirt they ordered because nothing fit <laughs> because they'd order it and be like oh I gotta try it on now it doesn't fit I gotta send it back and like. We watch, We grew up watching that, being like, "That's ridiculous! Like, why would you try something on, have to bother to bring it back to the fucking post office, and now I gotta order a, order another one, see if it fits?" So, like, I, I'm glad, like, because Jarrett, you had brought up um, that like outlets were getting big, like still still surviving, and I think that's that's a better idea um, instead of having to like depend on anchor stores in malls and stuff, you know. I think it's a good point, but I just do want to say that you were actually the one who brought up outlets. So no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying like, oh, sorry, last I night brought up you outlets. Would, when you went to like out like in that that same article that you were reading, uh, they mentioned how like outlets are becoming more fashionable than. Well, no, I, what I was saying was, mall. see, you you listen to it as well as James does. I do. What, yeah. what I said was that hey, the anchor stores, the anchor stores at malls, insulting. like as as the anchors as the like the malls are dying, the yeah. anchor stores usually convert to outlet stores as like a last ditch effort to sort of get some revenue because that's yeah. the other thing too like i always think about like i actually like going to like a good like i actually went to the mall that's like by us now mm-hmm. like the mall that's nearest us and it's pretty nice i but love a good mall yeah. like when you go through like a macy's or something like a department store like it's they don't just, that that's what doesn't make sense and it like doesn't work it's anymore so expensive. yeah and like like Jared and I, you like you and I, kind of like both grew up around like going to New Hampshire a lot, and um, like the Tanger outlets in New Hampshire, where it's technically like any or like a Rentham, like in in Massachusetts, like it's technically a mall, but it's more of like an outlet style where like no one's dependent on one another. Where like in a mall, all of the like Newberry Comics, American Eagle. Uh, like men's warehouse, like those are all like they sign their contracts based on Macy's, Sears, and J.C. existing in that mall. Yeah. And like, if one of them leaves, technically that voids the contract for like most of the stores in the mall, like the the small stores in the mall, 
where they can say, all right, we're going to pull out now because like Macy's is not drawing anyone anymore that they've left. Um, where like outlets make more sense because it's like, oh, we'll have like, we're not going to have like all of our merchandise. Like you can get other things online, but like we'll have the, the sales. We'll have the things that people don't want online. Like Vineyard Vines does like their cheaper things that are in the store kind of thing. They just like, it makes more sense. And like, I, I like the idea of like, you, you can like walk around. It, 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 it like forces walking around more too. Yeah, um, I get the steps. And as we, uh, as the three of us have now fixed the, uh, the store problem in the country because we are three experts on the we the economic rest, crisis. We can rest easy. We didn't really even yeah. offer any solutions. We were all just kind of like, "Damn, that's pretty messed up, huh?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I think that's like a definition of our generation. Was like, "Damn, that sucks." <laughs> like, we just don't do anything about it. I think um, pop up stores are more popular now. Just pop up stores are cool. That's a big New York thing. Yeah. Or like, uh, they do like, uh, like yeah, I would know. places will do pop up <laughs> stuff. Like I remember, I was there, and like Milk uh, Milk Barn did like their own pop up stores all over the place. Mm. They weren't like they were still selling a lot of money, but they weren't like. Yeah, I usually go to the to the designer ones personally. Because it, it avoids rent. Like they don't have to pay consistent rent for like the the store space. Um. All right. So, so can we have? Oh, can we can we change it up? Can we have one of us end it? I wanted to hear Jared do a a sign off if he wishes. Yeah, Jared can end it. Well, uh, I just want to pause a little bit so everyone thinks that there's like an error in the podcast audio. Yeah. Um, that makes my job easier. You know, thanks for listening. Um, we hate you. I hate you. Um, you probably shouldn't listen to the next one, but if you decide to, we're going to try really hard to make sure Ethan's not there. So it might, yeah. there's, there's a chance. It's all I'll say. It might yeah. be better, a little better. Yeah. <laughs> might as well come back just to see. All right, on the count of three, let's say goodnight. Okay. Nope. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Showtime. Go time. It's the big prize. Press. Go long. Boy down. Get them rings now. Yeah. Tough mind. Strong ties from a small town. Press. Small fry. Keep trying for your small town. Your time. Go time. It's so small now. Yeah. Have pride. in high. Going strong now. Sharp teeth. Big round. All the poles. That's the me